What's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. I'm Jeremy. And my name is Pam. And today we're here to do our first impressions, reactions to Kelly Clarkson's latest song called Red Flag Collector. Damn, I'm excited. Yes, this is not only was this a song that even just when we learned the title, I think a lot of people were like, that sounds interesting. I bet that's going to be a fun song. And then when we saw it slash heard it at uh, the L.A. show, I know a lot of people were talking about it afterwards, saying that it was one of the highlights of the show which only ramped up interest in it leading up to the release of the album. And then thankfully, this is one of the songs that they chose as a pre-release song. And I got to say that it looks like from what everything I'm seeing online, it has definitely lived up to the hype that was built up for it from the L.A. show. Absolutely. I've only seen like a small group of people who are not into it, which like, listen, I get it. You can't please everyone. But I would say yeah. the overwhelming majority absolutely love it. Um, and I mean, we'll get into it a little bit more in a, like, in, a, in a little while. But like, I really think this is her most eclectic sounding song she has ever put out. Ever. Definitely is. Definitely I, is. My jaw was on the floor. I was like, like every couple seconds, there's just something new popping up in the in the song. And I'm just like, no wonder why, I mean, like, of some of the band members we spoke to, like, a lot of them were really excited for this to come out. Um, And now I I get why. Yes. So we're going to go in depth uh, a lot more on Red Flag Collector, both the studio version and also we'll talk about the video from the Belasco show that was put out on YouTube. But before we get to all of that, we have a few little pieces of business that we need to take care of prior Uh, to talking about the song and the first one is one that we are very excited about and that is pam we need to finally announce our details for our live episode that we are going to be having in las vegas during the first weekend of the chemistry intimate evening with kelly clarkson shows yes so we're going to be doing our live episode on saturday july 29th at planet hollywood Um, I think it's 11.30 doors, 12 p.m. show. Yep. Um, it's, space is going to be pretty limited. So yes. we recommend getting, you know, reserving your ticket as soon as possible. And you can do that at MissInthePodcast.com. Um, we're so excited. We're still finalizing some of the details. But, like, it's we're going to have giveaways. We're going to have a game show. Maybe mm-hmm. some special guests. We'll... Fashion correspondent Rob is going to be on hand. He's going to be there hosting the game show. And there's it's going to be just a really cool environment because we've gotten to interact with a lot of you, um, whether that whether you've been a guest on the show or whether that's just been on social media and or in L.A. or in L.A. And then this is just going to be a really cool opportunity for all Kelly fans just like hang out and meet each other and just like talk about Kelly. So it's kind of like a little like fan meetup as well. so I'm really excited. Um, I've never done anything like this before, obviously. This is a little bit more in your vein with your like radio experience, but I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm really excited. And I hope you guys are too. So um, yeah, so Saturday, July 29th at Planet Hollywood at 12 p.m. Um, 
And we'll, like, send out the specific room info to people who have reserved a ticket. We'll send that out a little bit closer to the date, but it is at Planet Hollywood. We figured we'd make it a little bit easy for everyone um, because it seems like a lot of people are probably staying there. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a lot of people are making Planet Hollywood their home base. So we figured if Planet Hollywood's going to be where everyone's staying, we might as well do the show there. So we're very excited to uh, to call Planet Hollywood home for our, our live episode and tickets are on sale right now. So go to missindapodcast.com. That will link you uh, to the ticket page. Tickets are just 10 bucks. Uh, I know we we kind of threw out some ideas of how much people would be willing to pay uh, if they were to come to the live episode. We, we saw a lot of people who were so kind and said that, you know, they would pay more than $15 to to go to our show but we also understand that, you know, people's budgets are tight. You're already probably spending a bunch of money to go to Vegas. So we wanted to try to make this as affordable as possible. But at the same time, you know, this is not a money-making venture for me and Pam. So all we're doing is just trying to recoup our costs. And there is a lot of cost yeah. uh, for us to put on this show at Planet Hollywood. So uh, that's what the ticket price is for. It's all going to just pay for the show. And it's not going to buy me and Pam drinks at the show or merch or anything. That's no. for darn sure. No. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, tickets on sale right now. Go to missindopodcast.com. It'll have the link there. You can get yourself some tickets. And uh, as Pam sort of alluded to early on, there is a very limited number of tickets. So don't kind of wait around. If you know for sure you want to go to the live episode, go buy your tickets now. Get yourself reserved and get yourself in the door because once the tickets are gone, they are gone. And just to preface, Kelly will not be there. I just yes, want to Kelly point that out. Yes, Kelly will not be there. And also, for anyone who is unable to go to Vegas in the first place, um, we will be releasing our live episode. So don't worry. It'll be a little bit later. It'll be a couple days later. Yeah, um, it'll release the following Tuesday. Yeah, so just wanted to let that, you know, let you guys know. So everyone can partake in somehow. But if you want to see it in person and be part of the audience... Yes. Maybe, maybe be part of the episode. I don't know. Yeah. Um, then you should get tickets. So we're really excited to meet everyone and or see people again if we've already met you. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's going to be a good time. We're pumped. Yes. We're very, very excited. So that's all the details. Again, missintopodcast.com for your tickets. Uh, another thing, and this is something that we had put out on social over the weekend, uh, we had inquired about our review slash reactions to the new chemistry album. And we wanted to know when you guys might want to hear that, whether you wanted to hear that right as the album comes out on, uh, oh my gosh, it's going to be uh, next Friday. Holy moly. I can't believe I can say that. If we wanted to have the episode show up right when the album shows up in your inbox, or if you wanted to wait a little while and I, the overwhelming choice was to have the episode come out on June 23rd, the same time as the Chemistry album. So, yeah, that's what it's going to be. You're going to get your hands on our reactions to every song on the new Chemistry album at the same time you get your hands on the Chemistry album. So we're uh, we're pumped to give you our thoughts and, and share uh, what this album means to us and uh, our true thoughts about all of these songs. Spoiler alert, it's good <laughs> it's really good <laughs> oh my gosh guys there's just so much there's so much going on the next couple weeks months in the world of kelly but i'm just like over i'm like overwhelmingly excited <laughs> can we just say too um we we mentioned this 
uh, to some friends the other day uh, for an upcoming episode. But normally, and this is some behind the scenes stuff for the podcast. Normally, when Pam and I are putting together an episode, it is not uncommon for us to figure out what we're going to talk about like the day before. And then we have to kind of cram at the last minute and prep and then we are off and running. We have the next like nine to 10 weeks worth of episodes already planned out, first of all. Second of all, a lot of them are already recorded. And that's actually a huge thing for us. So we could actually have uh, like like a summer. You know a bit, I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, for the most part, we're going to get to take most of July off as far as recording is concerned, because we're already we already have pretty much all of the episodes with the exception of the live episode. Uh, we have all of those already in the can and ready to go. Yeah. So uh, so we're very excited because I would say and I can't speak for Pam, but for me, the next two months of episodes are probably some of my favorite that we have done. Yeah. For this podcast yeah. in its history, Absolutely. Uh, you guys are you guys are really in for some treats. We've got some really really fun stuff coming up. Uh, Pam was just listening to some of our interviews from the Belasco Theater, and there I, I I love our conversations that we had uh, with the band. I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. You're really going to get some cool inside information that you won't hear anywhere else. So we're just we're really really pumped to to share a lot of stuff with you. So a lot of the upcoming episodes, our thoughts on the new album. It's just, oh, what a what a cool time. And I'm just saying, without giving too much away, there might be a, some weeks where we may have more than one episode. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's how much content we've packed in here is that we may have to do double up episode weeks. So, man, we are excited. We're super excited. Super pumped. Okay. One more thing that we need to do before we talk about Red Flag Collector, and that is what's becoming apparently our our usual every week is to talk about Kelly Clarkson's lives yes. that she has done on social media. Once again, she spent uh, the better part of Friday afternoon online on the various social media networks, taking questions from fans, uh, getting weird filters put on top of her, and muting herself. So, yes. uh I guess we can start, Pam, with uh, Facebook Live, which is where she started this last week. Yes. I also just want to give a shout out to Seth, uh, the Casey Vault, because I wasn't able to tune in for all these. I was, like, able to dip in and out of, of, like, Facebook and Instagram mainly, Um, not TikTok or Twitter, like, when they actually happened. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had to, like, go back and watch later. And just a shout out to Seth for like getting a lot of this stuff up on the Casey Vault YouTube page because otherwise I probably would have missed out on half of this stuff. So yeah, so if that you're if you have yeah if you haven't subscribed to uh, the Casey Vault on YouTube, go subscribe. Seth puts out fantastic stuff, uh, just some real like literally from the vault kind of performances that a lot of us may have forgotten about. And then also uh, make sure to go check out his website as well and uh, sign up to become a member there as well because uh, it's definitely worth it. And it's free. It's free, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so Jeremy is the one who takes notes uh, during these. Uh, So you can start. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So with Facebook Live, uh, one of the first things that somebody asked almost right out of the gate was the idea that I think a lot of people came up with when they first listened to Red Flag Collector, and that was the idea for towels as merch at either Kelly's online store or maybe in Vegas. And she sort of laughed at the idea. I don't know 
you know, there's a lot of times when Kelly says things that kind of like she tips her hand a little bit and tells you whether or not she's actually going to do something. I don't know if they're necessarily going to make towels. She thought the idea was hilarious. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but she did say that they are definitely thinking about doing some stuff. They have some unique ideas for merch this time around. So I'm excited to see whatever that's going to be. I would also just love like like a flag to like put on like my like bulletin board or something. That would be fun. That's oh, yeah. Branded. That's Wouldn't branded. that be funny? God, man, if I if money were no object, I would hand out like little red missing the podcast flags oh to God. everybody at the Vegas show. And then when she plays Red Flag Collector, we all just wave our flags in the air. I saw someone on Twitter say that they were they were looking into buying flags. Yeah. Um, now, whether or not the venue will allow you to bring those yeah. in. Yeah. Eh, who that's, knows? That's a little iffy. Like, guys, no one, please, no one bring like a poster to hang to be. Don't be that guy. The flags, no. the flags could be funny though, but the po- don't, 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 don't bring a poster. Like if you just have like a little piece of fabric or something, we can all just, or even if it's like a handkerchief or something, we can all just wave That'd be red. So funny. Wave red fabric in the air. That'd be yeah, funny. Yeah, I did see someone on Twitter, and I don't remember who it was. I'm sorry, but I, I thought that was kind of hilarious. So yeah, I would kind of love that. I just hope security allows that. Here's hoping. Um, it's open. Uh, she also once again has shown that uh, if you text Kelly Clarkson, chances are she's not going to return your text right away. Uh, she <laughs> says that she currently needs to return texts to Jake Hoot, uh, Bryn Cartelli, and Garth Brooks. Who Who is so cool that they don't immediately <laughs> return a text to Garth Brooks? Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> I mean, my gosh. Wow. Uh, she also, somebody had asked if she was going to do anything on nighttime TV. and. I think what they were trying to say is, I think they were trying to say primetime because, you know, Kelly is a daytime show. Nighttime would be primetime TV because I don't think that they would necessarily be talking about like the like the late night shows like the your Fallons and Seth Meyers, because I think most people by now understand and know that those shows are not airing because of the strike. Yeah. But uh, she did say, yeah, sort of. That something is coming. So, like, what if it's like, I and I, I I'm not going to take credit for this because I saw someone mention this online. Like, I don't know. Like, are all the shows not in production? Like, how does that work? Because I saw someone was like, "What about watch what what happens live with Andy Cohen?" I'm like, I think I think Andy Cohen is off too. Don't quote me on that. I, I haven't done know. the research, but off the top of my head, like most shows are are shut down. So I don't know what that means. Yeah, the only thing that really isn't not in production is basically like reality competition shows. I mean, you if you've watched like primetime TV the last few weeks, everything is either a rerun or it is a competition reality show. It's a game show. Some of the networks have gone back to like showing movies uh, at night. So I don't know what else, honestly, it could be. I, I'm... And granted, I don't watch a ton of TV, at, especially at night. So I don't really know what else there is out there. Yeah, Unless she's going to be on some kind of a game show or well, reality show. Well, she did allude, She did talk about in um, one of the other lives about the Blake Shelton. What's it called? Barmageddon or something? We think that's it? Yeah, but the thing is, is that she... She mentioned Barmageddon by name later on, yeah, so but then when she was it. talking about the yeah, when she talked about the the nighttime TV, she hit her mouth and said something with three syllables. That's what like, I was trying to like. This is us being uh, conspiracy theorist fans, just trying to yeah, figure out what was yeah, like, happening. Yeah, I was like, 
going through the channel guide, everything that was a three-syllable <laughs> TV show that's on at night. Um, so, yeah, oh, we don't know. God. Your guess is as good as ours. If you have some ideas uh, at Missing the Podcast, you can throw your guess out there. Uh, somebody asked if Belasco was going to be a concert film. Uh, she sort of seemed to insinuate that maybe. Uh, we've also, I think it was in another live uh, previously, the, the term uh, documentary got kicked around. So maybe the Belasco film could be intertwined with a with like a documentary. Who knows? Who knows? Because also, like when we went to Belasco, like we were told it was getting filmed, but no one knew for what. So we like, got filmed. So we something was filmed. Something was filmed, obviously. And like I don't know if the whole intention was initially to put it out on YouTube. So like yeah. as, they're, as they're doing. So uh, there's I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be fine just with a regular concert film. Um, if heck, even if they just put out the audio for a, yeah for a live album, which you she know, said a, a few weeks ago, she'd be down for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody also asked about Kellyoki Volume Two, and I was actually a little surprised by her answer that she has been thinking about it. Obviously, like she said in the live, they've been focusing on the chemistry record. They're not thinking ahead to you know the next project. But she does have a sort of a short list of songs that she's considering for a Kellyoki volume two. Yes, which that made me super happy. And then she was like, oh, yeah, yeah like we're kind of gauging off of what people responded to. So mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like the trifecta of what people responded to the most personally would probably be like happier than ever. Fake plastic trees and Queen of the Night. I feel yeah. like those were probably the three the three biggest ones. So I don't know mm-hmm. if that means anything. This is just me guessing, but I'm like, yeah. I'm down to, for it to go in that direction. Cool. I would like to hope that there was enough interest shown both in physical sales and streaming, even though the album wasn't actually released into stores. And it wasn't I, really promoted much. No, it was barely promoted at all. Unless you went onto one of her social media channels, but yeah. I hope that there was enough interest shown in the first project that it will make it financially viable to do a second project. Because even though, you know, it was a very inexpensive EP to purchase and, you know, there weren't a lot of songs. I mean, everyone who worked on that record still needed to get paid. And so, you know, that still costs money to make and you've, you know, you've got to pay the writers uh, for all the sales and all that. So who knows if they're, you know, if something's going to actually happen. Here's an idea. And just, I don't know, just popped in my head. So I know she like, sort of teased a few weeks ago about maybe a deluxe version of chemistry. Mm-hmm. What if they, I mean, this probably wouldn't work logistically in terms of timing, but what if they did what they did with like stronger and they did like, uh, like instead of smokestack, it's Kellyoki. So they sell. Oh, together. okay. Yeah. I see what you're doing there. Interesting. Yeah. I, I would, don't know. I wouldn't hate that. Look, anytime something new material gets released from her, I'm for it. Yeah. Regardless of the manner in which they do it. So she looks, she's thinking about Kellyoki volume two. And I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, she also asked uh, Atlantic uh, to release more than one song during the pre album release time. That was something that she talked about because I think the question was, how do you pick the songs to be released as singles? And she said, that's above my pay grade. Somebody else gets paid to do that. The only thing that I asked was that they released more than one song. And I, and she gave a great reason is that because she wanted to make sure that people knew that the album was not going to just sound like one song. It was not going to just sound like mine 
or favorite kind of high. Yeah. So, and look, the the five songs that we've received already are so different in their own way. It's almost impossible to figure out exactly how this album would sound. And I think it's just going to be like she says, she's calling it a concept album. So it sounds like every song is going to sound a bit different. And, and, you know, we, again, we've only heard the live one time and we haven't had a chance to really, you know, I can barely remember any of the songs at this point. So whenever we hear them, the studio versions, it's like hearing it for the first time all over again. So uh, I like this approach that they're doing. I think that this is an interesting way to promote the album and I'm here for it. Yeah, me too. And then finally, one more thing for Facebook live. Uh, Oddly enough, she just, we just talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago in our mailbag episode. She could not, she couldn't remember the name of you shook me all night long. Yes. And I, I don't know who asked the question, but um, I'm like, how timely we just, yeah, exactly. We just spoke about this. Um, Yeah. And then like a bunch of people like flooded the comments and she was like, oh yeah, you shook me all night long. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then she also mentioned, I don't feel like dancing by the scissor sisters, which is a fantastic Mm -hmm. song, but I don't have any memory if you ever hearing it at a Kelly show, but maybe that will change for Vegas. Maybe. Maybe. So then she moved on to TikTok, and right off the bat, we got an appearance by Remy in this yeah, episode. That was really cute. Oh, my gosh. That kid is so adorable. Losing teeth. Oh, time's going by so fast. <laughs> time's going I swear. So fast. Uh, she also got a question once again about her favorite song on the album. She seems to get this question every time she does a, a series of lives. This time around, uh, she didn't have a concrete answer. The previous week, she said it was chemistry. She also said, like, look, my answer changes every week. So right now it could be uh, Red Flag Collector. This was funny. She was like, it's going to be based off of whatever filters on me. So Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so Cowboy Hat was Red Flag Collector. And then, like, the heart was I Hate Love. Yeah. And then right that now. sort of uh, later dovetailed into a question about, you know, what is her favorite album that she's released? And she started to basically say, like, Chemistry is, is her favorite album that she's released. Although she said, like, look, every artist is going to say that their newest album is their favorite album that they've released because that's just what artists say. But she, I think she genuinely feels that way just because of what she went through in order to make the album. But then she kind of went left real quick and said, actually, When Christmas Comes Around is her favorite album. Which is interesting. But also, yeah. I, I get it because it's a very roller coaster album. And we know she loves Christmas music. So yeah. it, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like everything that's been going on in her personal life and the and the art and the music that has come out of it has definitely made a huge impact on her. And it's it's definitely sticking with her more so than, you know, stuff that she might have done on All I Ever Wanted or my, yeah. even by December. And speaking of which, uh, this isn't really part of any of the questions that were asked, but there is just I there is a lot of love out there for my December. I've noticed yeah. Yeah. She, I mean, it comes up in nearly every single live on every single Someone platform. Someone mentioned uh, how I feel, I think. Yeah. And I was they wanted like, to oh, request yeah. it for Vegas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, I have uh, <laughs> funny thing. So, you know how I'm always just thinking, like, I wonder if Kelly, like, remembers this song, remembers this song. Because they just, like, you know, sometimes it's just like a blip in time. Uh-huh. She mentioned one. I don't remember which live it was. But she mentioned a song that I would have probably categorized under her being like, Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. And she just mentioned it. It was Born to Die because she says her kids yeah. love it. And I was like, well, all right. 
I stand corrected. I would have thought that she like <laughs> forgot she even did that in the first place. Um, so I don't know. I just wanted to throw that out there. That's very funny. That's about it for TikTok on top of all the usual filters and nonsense that goes on on that particular platform. Uh, over on Instagram Live, uh, she weirdly teased that River might be doing something. Did you did you catch that? That I caught exactly what you just said. It was a little. They were like, "Stop talking, Kelly." <laughs> they were like, yeah. They were like, "Favorite kind of high video, right?" She's like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." yeah. Which we um, found out that that was sort of unintentional footage. Yeah. Because River was at something with the nanny, and she started playing on the turntables, and then they just used the footage in. The video, because I know there were a lot of people who were like, oh, this is like, is this her way of saying she's on the Barbie soundtrack because it's like a Barbie turntable and all this? And it turned out to be something very innocuous, like, no, River was just playing on a toy and yeah. it had Barbie stickers on it. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. why you always wait till you get the full story before you just go ahead and assume anything. That's true. That's true. Yes. Uh, also, she mentioned that she is, in fact, doing an interview with Zane Lowe from Apple Music. Which, if you've never watched or listened to one of his interviews that he's done, he's one of the best. I haven't. He's one of the best music interviewers in the game. I mean, he he goes in-depth. He asks really good questions. If you are sick of watching interviews where they keep asking the same questions over and over again, watch a Zane Lowe interview because he does excellent interviews. Is it only on Apple Music? I do believe it's only on Apple Music. I don't Come know if on. maybe they, I don't know if they maybe offer it for free. Like if you have like the the Apple YouTube. Music, yeah, maybe it's on YouTube. I don't know. I, I'm an Apple Music subscriber. So um, I know the everybody in the world loves Spotify, but I'm an Apple Music guy. So I don't know what, where else they offer it because I know where to get it. Oh, wait, they might put it up on YouTube. It's kind of hard to tell. It could also be just free content in the Apple Music app itself. It doesn't. You don't have to have a subscription. This is interesting. So I just went on YouTube very quickly, and um, so like Apple Music put up Niall Horan's, but if you go scroll down a little bit further, Paramore and Ed Sheeran posted their interviews on their own pages. Uh huh. Uh, so so I maybe so maybe Kelly will post it. I don't maybe. So I don't know. I don't have Apple Music, so I'm praying that Yeah, a lot of the artists put it on their own channels, which is really strange, but kind of cool. That also speaks though to how good of an interview he gives that the artists themselves are posting those. So yeah, it's a really it's a mixture. Sometimes Apple Music will put it on their YouTube, sometimes the artists will. So hopefully it's one of those two if you don't have Apple Music like me. Yeah, and I would imagine, I mean, it could very well be out by the time this episode's out, but uh, I would say Keep an eye out between now and the release date of the album for the Zane Lowe interview because it'll probably be one of the better interviews she gives uh, for the whole album cycle. Yeah. I know Rob was really excited about that. Yes. Yes. Rob was very excited about uh, the Zane Lowe interview. So that's very cool. Uh, that was about all there really was uh, for Instagram Live. It was actually a little tame for Instagram for once. Yeah. A lot of it was just, you know, a lot of the same questions she gets. Um, you know, nothing too crazy. Do you want to do with this person? Would you sing with them? Yeah. Would you cover them? You know, that sort of thing. Uh, I did think it was very funny throughout pretty much the entire day. She was being uh, Niall Horan's street team for his new record. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Imagine Trisha was just rolling her eyes every time she Like, you have a song, album. damn it. <laughs> She's like, you have a song out today. You have a record in two weeks. 
promote stop it. promoting Niall. I know he's great, but come on. Um, so yeah. Uh, then we go to Twitter Spaces, where she sort of divulged that what we kind of all suspected, and that is that she's probably not going to be on The Voice uh, anytime soon. Oh yeah. I mean, look. She's moving to New York, and she did come right out and say, because we had sort of hypothesized about this. She came right out and said, the voice is not moving to New York. Well, I saw there was a lot of rumors online that were saying that it was thinking about moving. Yes. Now that, again, I'm not saying that Kelly Clarkson is the source for all things voice related. So that could be for this next season. Yeah. Now, after next season, who knows? But it looks like, you know, at least for the uh, foreseeable future, Kelly will not be on The Voice, which, you know, again, we've had our opinions about The Voice and, you know, it is what it is. So you, everybody has their own opinion about some people love Kelly on The Voice. Some people don't watch it at all. It's, that's fine. And then we have to. Uh, oh, she also said um, it sounds like a cool idea would be a Belasco type show for other albums. That yes. she's already released, which was a fascinating idea. Yes. Um, I like dipped into Twitter a little bit because I didn't have much service. So I like I did hear that and I did tweet back about that. And of course, everybody said my December right away. But I I, I would say, I mean, if she could do them all and like, yeah. I don't think it even really matters what order it goes in. Hell, do it in chronological order. Start with thankful, you know? Yeah. She said, I have to start with my December. I'm like, no, you don't. You can start with whatever you want. Because then you just – because, like, the Jonas Brothers did this recently. They – at the – I think it was the Marquee in New York. I think it was the Marquee. Um, it's a Broadway theater. Uh-huh. And each night they did a brand new album or a different album. Right. Um, so if you are – I don't know any of the names of their, their albums, but, like – you go for album number three on Wednesday. You go for album mm-hmm. number five on Friday. You know, that sort of thing. I'm like, I, that would be a cool idea for Kelly to do. Absolutely would be. Yeah. I would love that. Do it at a Broadway theater in New York. Oh, my God. It would be so much fun. <laughs> it's like one night only, you know. That's yes. Thing. Yes. I, that would be almost something I would have to fly out for. If I could only come out for like one or two albums. Ooh, you would do Breakaway, right? Or no? Um, I don't know. Because I mean... Okay, part of me wants, part of me really wants to do Breakaway because I'm like, it's my favorite album, and I really just want to hear like side B because we've heard side A so much. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. All I ever wanted. See, that's the thing. Like, I think I would want to come out for All I Ever Wanted and Stronger. Okay. Because I I love the like I love the album tracks of that of those two records. So yeah, I, I would I would love to hear those. I would love to do All I Ever Wanted. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, hell, I, I would want to do all of them, but I probably I could not afford it. <laughs> no way. And finally, Pam, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Yes. And that is something that was said by Kelly during the Twitter Spaces. Uh, somebody, I believe it was uh, were, our listener. There, well, there was there were there were a lot of people. There were a lot of people, but I think it was finally our listener Maria who sent a tweet asking if she would ever do missing a podcast and Kelly read the question on air. First time we have ever heard her say the name of our podcast, by the way, which I was like, yeah, the, the, you want to see like the color drain from my face. Uh, and of course she does the whole, I don't know. And And then just moved right on. And just, yeah. And then just bounced right to the next thing. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait expound on that seriously but 
Thanks for so, anyone who tweeted her, but no need to spam. I saw some people that were like, we're going to keep spamming her. I'm like, please don't spam her. Please. Yeah, don't you don't need to spam her. It's No, but it's we appreciate fine. it. We, we appreciate it. But yeah, someone um, extracted that clip and posted it on Twitter. And I'm like, you bet your ass. I've been listening to that. Like that yep. five second clip. <laughs> I've been sitting there going, how can I like pull that little clip of just her saying the name of the podcast out and start using it like in the intro or something. <laughs> just have, you know, have her speaker and then Kelly and then back to our speaker. <laughs> it sounds so jarring. That is very funny. Yeah. I don't know. I, okay. How about this? Yeah. Okay. So next week for, you want to experiment for, ne- for next week. I'm going to experiment Okay. and I'm going to do a completely brand new intro okay. for the show. Oh my God. And it's going to make, sh- I'm going to make sure that that little, the, the part where she says the name of our podcast is in the intro. How about that? It's going to sound so chaotic and I'm excited. It might. <laughs> so there you go. Something to look forward to next yes. week. We're going to have a brand new intro <laughs> for Missing the Podcast. All right. Let's see how Boom. this goes. Boom. That's, it might be a complete cluster and it might be the coolest thing ever. Yes. All right. So anything else, Pam, with the lives before we move on to Red Flag Collector? There's probably a lot more, but um, I don't know. They're all out there. You can find yeah. <laughs> you can find Facebook and Instagram lives on her pages, like on yep. her Facebook and her Instagram and then Twitter and TikTok. Um, if you go on YouTube, um, on the Kelly Clarkson Vault or Casey Vault, yep. um, they're there. So, so we had a couple people that were like, oh, we missed all the lives. And I'm like, I missed I missed TikTok entirely. Um, mm-hmm. They're like, what did she talk about? It was a lot. It was two hours worth of content from her. So yeah, um, we did a very brief recap and the rest of it's out, out there. So highly recommend watching slash listening to them because they were entertaining. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about it. The latest pre-release song from Chemistry called Red Flag Collector. Um, You know, Pam, when we saw this song in concert, she sort of told the story about how she wrote some really, really personal stuff when it came to this album. And there were some things that were just a little too personal that she didn't include on the album. However, there was one song that she says towed right up to that line, and that song is Red Flag Collector. Yes, and it's funny because, like, the one part of the song that I took away from, like, when – because I don't know how to explain this, but, like, when I when we were there, like, I, I couldn't understand every word she was saying. Like, I don't know about you. I couldn't comprehend every single lyric. Yeah. Um, but the playing cowboy in the wild, wild west, that's the one that stuck with me. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. oh my God. Oh, yeah. And just like the energy in the room, the energy of that performance. And now you're seeing it on YouTube. Like, it is so fun. It is so infectious. And I think what it really, what my takeaway was after Belasco was just how much fun everyone was having on that stage, especially yeah. that song. And you yes. see it. You see it. Yeah. And, uh, there's something that I, I don't want to give away a little nugget that's coming up from one of our band interviews from the show, but there is a moment that was not planned in the live performance of Red Flag Collector that you get to see. And the reason why it happens is because of the original reaction to a lyric earlier in the song. Kelly decides to have a little bit more fun with it later on in the song. And uh, that's all I'll say about it. I, I want the person who 
who got to witness it actually get to tell the story when we air that episode here in I'm a couple of weeks. I'm giving the most puzzled face right now because I have no idea what you're talking about. So you'll have to look for that uh, in an upcoming episode. Uh, it's it's definitely very cool. And it, it'll explain a lot uh, when it comes to Red Flag Collector. Uh, look, uh, this song was produced by Jason Halbert. And he, again, I because we do have a conversation with him coming up. And I, I want him to be able to tell so much of this. Uh, if there's one thing that Jason has taught us when it comes to talking about uh, things that go on in Kelly's world, you it, he always says, you know, it's not my story to tell. And in this case, like, I feel like I don't want to tell a lot about his be- behind the scenes thoughts about this song because yeah. it's not our story to tell. And we want to let him tell the story. So uh, we're, we're looking forward to him being able to tell that story. But suffice to say that this is probably one of his most complex oh. productions yeah. for Kelly thus far. Yeah, I was thinking like this is probably one of the most eclectic songs that she's ever put out for real. Yeah. And I know I've been I feel like I've been saying that every week or every few weeks when we've been getting a new song, but this for real. It, I mean, I think I definitely said that when me came out, I was just so overwhelmed by how much what was going on in me, and now it's not as like it's not as like daunting, and now I'm I'm obsessed with it. This yeah. song is all over the place, but like in the best way possible. Like it, yeah. There are so many genres and so many nuggets in a three-minute period, and it's just – just <laughs> just what you said, it's really complex. Like, the intro alone literally is, like, movie score, like, sound. Yeah. What, what did she say? What, who did she compare it to? Was it uh, – uh, it wasn't Quentin Tarantino, was it? Yeah, yeah. It was? Yeah. Okay. It's, like, very, like, picturesque. Like, you can definitely – like, it's very visual, like, with – the boots and the Jocko whistling and like the yeah. wind noises and the horses. And it's just like very like the you, bird noises uh, you, I mean, at least for me, like I, I can picture a music video. Like I can picture. Yeah. Um, and like, it's funny. Like, I don't know if anyone here is a muse fan, but I kind of, this is like Kelly's version, not version, but it's like very similar vibes to like the beginning of nights of what's it? Sidonia. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm saying it correctly. If anyone knows that song, that's also very like, starts off kind of westerny and then it gets more into like a rock vibe but it's i don't know if yeah. anyone knows if anyone's a muse fan take a listen to that but um what a cool intro just in general yeah the the song itself sort of borders on almost a novelty song oh and yes just because it is so like everything in this song is so out of character for kelly like she's not usually the like the clap back kind of a singer uh, she doesn't, you know, I mean, yes, she sings about her experience and she sings about things that have happened in her life, but she doesn't necessarily go so like obvious, you yeah. know, like she, she kind of, she dances around subjects. She sort of paints a picture without coming right out and telling you. And in this one, she is putting him fully on blast in so many different ways. and it leaves very little open to interpretation. Although uh, somebody very wise told us once that when Kelly Clarkson tells you something, it doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means. Yep. And so with that in mind, I'm thinking to myself, is this actually what happened? Like, is this the true story? We don't know because. I mean, the whole thing about like changing my name, I'm like, well, shit. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the and just the the western of it all. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's cranked up to eleven. Like you can you can have a country song that you know maybe has a slide guitar in the background, and that's what makes it a country song. Like she went full old west in this in, song in the beginning. Oh, but really not throughout though. Through it was no. just. In like different parts of the song because it paints a picture. Yeah, it sets the mood. It sets the tone. Yes. Um, but the, like the first verse is like very like I don't know what the word is like heavier <clears throat> heavier guitar, mm-hmm. which is like Swamp- swampy. It's a little swampy. Good word. Um, yeah. it's almost a little my December vibes. It's I was not. It was so. It's so not western at all. Yeah. And. And then you get to the chorus and you're like, oh, okay, we're back to pop rock, angry Kelly. And it was a little bit more in line with like stronger sounding, like not the song, like the album in general. Do you get what I'm saying? It just, it, it and then the rest of the song is like, well, I can get into it, but it, there's no more swampy after that first verse. Yeah. There's no more swamp. I, I don't know if anybody else hears this, but I... I listened to this song over and over and over again. Anytime I was in the car, I was listening to anything from chemistry. And so I, I've listened to this song a lot. The, the mood that the, the sort of the song that I think is kind of like the sister song to this song, not necessarily content wise, but sort of structure maybe is hazel eyes. I want somebody to just go back. I, I want you to go and listen to, Hazel Eyes and then listen to Red Flag Collector together. They seem to me very similar. And again, everybody has their own opinions huh. about music and everything, but there is just something about listening to Red Flag Collector that I hear like the bones of Hazel Eyes the in this bones. song. <laughs> I'm not saying like the, yeah, you know, it's no, a, know. a copy of the song or anything, no. but it's like, it's, I mean, Kelly's, you know, like she said in her live, she's reading a book about ancestry. Um, this song is a like Hazel Eyes is an ancestor to this song, and I I can't put my finger on why. Okay, but it, I feel it when I when I listen to the song. Okay, all right, I will have to take in a listen. She even said that you know there are breakaway vibes on this album, and I thought, is this one of them? Because I definitely was hearing it. Interesting. I don't know what you're talking about, but I will listen back. <laughs> Um, can I give a shout out? Okay, so I recommend people listening to the song with a really good pair of headphones or really good like speakers, whatever. Yep. Not just like out of your phone or out of your computer. Um, I love in the second verse how much they really play with the the stereo. I don't know, like it's not very mono. Like they really do like the the all yours with the towel yep. and the logo yep. you can yep. hear it in your different headphones and i'm like she has not done that much at all in her career like to that extent yeah it's it's called playing with the phase is that what um, it is so, i was like yeah, i don't know so what it is it's moving things from the left channel to the right channel and you know kind of popping things here and there um yeah absolutely i caught that too and it was like a very fun effect that she, they don't do much in her in her music um yeah but yeah, and then, you know, I love, you know, I love like the guys doing a lot of the B- BGVs. Yep. Um, I think it's, it's Jocko. I think it's Kyle. I think Lester's doing some of it. 
Yeah, well, because um, Jason Jason posted the video of them actually yeah. recording the backgrounds. And it's just so much fun. And then, like, you know, towards, like, the bridge and, like, going into the final chorus, you hear that a lot. You hear a horn section. So yeah. it's very much not my December. It's not really Western. And then there's, like, I don't know how else to describe it. Jason, if he ever hears this, he's probably going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? But it's, like, a ragtimey kind of keyboard. Is well, yeah, that the it, word to use? I don't know. Is it ragtime? It, uh, I would say he would call it a saloon. Saloon, uh, okay. Keyboard. Okay. Saloon. Okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was really cool. And then um also another thing to note, I feel like in a lot of pop music, like you hear like the name of the song a lot mm-hmm. in, in in the song. She only says red flag collector once, and it's like the last line of the song, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, it's one of those cases where the song is is not the main focus of the chorus. It's just <clears throat> it's just added later on into yeah, the song, I which like I'm that. I'm fine with. I I, I like think that. it's fine. I don't I don't care whether the name of the song is you know the most repeated line or if it's just a you know a passing mention somewhere yeah. in one of the lyrics. I think either way it's fine. But yeah, yeah I I liked that. Um, and speaking of uh, you know the chorus and specifically like the end of that song. The part of the song that I love the best is sort of when, because it feels like things are being built as the song progresses. You know, there's little pieces being thrown in here and there. Things get added. They try out things. They add things. But at the end of the song, everything sort of seems to come together. Yeah. And it's that part at the end where she, you know, she says um, that I do best. Uh, There's a part where she says the word best and there's a, a snare, snare probably slash kick drum beat right on when she says best. And like all the instruments come in and then she repeats uh, that I do best. And it's sort of that trail at the end of the song right before she actually does the line about Red Flag Collector. And like you get the background vocals coming in. Yes. Again, which I everything, love. Everything like, kind of comes together at once. It, it crescendos at the yeah. end of the song. I love that. I love it when songs do that. When when everything sort of like just all comes together all at once and hits you at the end of the song. Oh, I love it so much. I will say the one thing I don't like about the song, which it kills me to say that because this song is brilliant. I don't like the very end where it just stops. Like it just ends abruptly. Yeah, You don't like um, the cold ending. I don't like the cold ending. I kind of, I don't know. It was just a little like, oh, okay, it's over. Like, yeah, but whatever. I mean, it's not a big deal. But other than that, I mean, maybe I just don't want it to end. I don't know. But um, yeah. The song in general is brilliant. I'm obsessed with it. It's so much fun. And I mean, I guess just going to Belasco, like if you're ever in a bad mood, just put on that performance. You will immediately smile. Yes. Everyone on that stage is having so much fun. And you can tell like everyone was just smiling the whole time. Not that they don't normally, but that one in particular, everyone was just so pumped. Like even like, you know, you see Jesse in the back, like, um, and I think his name is Aaron. Yep, her and Aaron. They're just like holding hands at one point. And I'm just like, that is, and that was just like the energy that I left that show with because, you know, again, like we didn't really know the songs at all. So it was kind of hard to really remember what they all sounded like, but you remember the feeling that you had when you watched a certain song. Yeah. And I knew that one was special. We knew it was obviously a major FU song, but also yeah. it was just so much energy and so much like fun. And I don't know. And that song too was near the end it of was. the show. I mean, they only did, they did I Hate Love right after that song. And then it was That's Right. And then they went into the two 
the hits in the uh, the yeah. quote unquote encore. Uh, so I mean that was late in the show, and the audience was still completely into it. It was funny because if you look at it's it's so different from being in the audience to watching the audience in the video. I can't stress enough. Like if you have ever watched like a really good uh, rap battle. And, you know, people are trading insults back and forth. And whenever somebody trades an insult and they're just like, oh, damn, you know, that kind of thing. Every time she said a lyric, you know, whether it be like the cowboy in the wild, wild west, the you can have the towels. I changed my name. Everybody in the crowd was like, oh, damn. Oh, like every single time. And so I think that the band really fed off of that. And Kelly definitely fed off of that. So that song, I think, was one of the ones. And we look, we said it right after the show. Red Flag Collector got yeah. one of the best reactions of the night. Yeah. Because the lyrics were like another level of petty. And it just, I mean, it really shows. Like, I, I wish everyone could have been there standing in that room to see and really, truly hear the reactions. Because there were a couple of times when Jason and Lester, who produced the uh the audio for the videos that that came out uh there were a couple times when they kind of pot up the the audience reaction to certain lines so you can kind of get that effect but it was way more than what they actually put in the video i mean it was like almost after every line people were like looking at each other like oh my god did she say that yeah so yeah it was a a wild performance to see and another thing too speaking of uh things kind of being edited we can't stress enough kelly talks way more than what you see in the video like she went in on a lot of this stuff uh she really went deep on a lot of these songs we're getting in these videos post-mortem we're getting this like you know 25 second you know sort of explanation if that of each song but it was so much more than that yeah run like i think we're probably gonna wrap up soon but one last like aside very random but um a few weeks ago for our mailbag, we were talking about like who we would want to talk to on the podcast, and we en- we ended up mentioning uh, DJ Rick, um, Rick Robbins, who, yeah. um, which I felt so bad because we didn't mention the Smokestack remixes, and I'm like, oh my god, like it was I like I love them, but I, like when I was thinking of remixes, I was thinking of just like the ones that were not on actual albums. So yeah, anyway, like those were technically on albums. Anyway, we love the Smokestack remixes. Yep. And anyway, so he listened and I was like, oh, my God. Hi. Um, And he will be coming on the podcast. We're just we have to reach out to him and like figure out dates. But um, he worked on this song and I don't know. I don't know what he did, though. And I want to ask him like what your involvement was, because that was a very cool, pleasant surprise to see his name in the credit, like not on the Belasco video, but like in the song credits. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? So. I just wanted to point that out, and um, we're gonna we have to message him, um, but we're hoping to talk to him and have that out sometime maybe later this summer. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, I'm, I we I'm pulling a Kelly about like who I need to reach out to, and <laughs> I need to re- we need to reach out to Rick. Um, for Pam is our Kelly. Uh, I, <laughs> I wish. Uh, <laughs> um, in terms of forgetting things, sure, I will be Kelly. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, I just thought that was a cool little nu- little nugget that he also worked on the song. Very cool and full circle. So. Yeah, that was sort of uh, when I was in the lives and um, people were, you know, sending comments and stuff. And they were they were and a couple of times they were all but like begging for questions. And I was like, talk about DJ Rick being on Red Flag Collector. Like, what was his part? Like, I, yeah. that was like 
my question that I wanted to know, but obviously they didn't answer it. But yeah, it was like you said, it was very, very cool to see uh, DJ Rick's name uh, in the credits once again for some Kelly stuff. It's been a minute. I mean, it's been since the all I ever wanted era that we've uh, and sort of the smokestack era too that we it's been over a decade. We'll say that. Yeah. Over a decade since we've seen uh, DJ Rick uh, in the house. So good to see his name again. Yeah, yeah. So I think that about wraps it up for Red Flag Collector, right? We love it. I mean, there's I so much so. more we could say, but just like, it's so much fun. Oh my God, I love this. And oh, I really hope, I know she's not doing every chemistry song every night. I know that. Yeah. But I really hope this is one that makes it every night. I want to see this again. And actually like sing along and, t- and actually like know the words and sing along yep. to it. Yeah. Just yeah, it's, it's so good. Uh, so yeah, keep streaming Red Flag Collector. Uh, it sounds like we're going to be getting another song. I think Kelly sort of accidentally spoiled the surprise shock uh, <laughs> in her lives. It sounds like it's going to be Lighthouse. Which, if it is, y'all prepare. It is. It is heartbreaking, dude. Yeah, you are. You seriously, you guys aren't ready for Lighthouse. Like, yeah. you want to like Merry Christmas to the one I used to know. A lot of people say that that's one of her saddest songs. Enter Lighthouse. Enter Lighthouse would like to hold your beer. <laughs> is, that how, is that how that saying goes? Lighthouse yes. says, hold my beer. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. We'll uh, if, we'll if that is, in fact, the next uh, gratis song that comes out pre-album uh, release, then uh, lucky us because that is uh, that is just an incredible song and we can't wait for you guys to hear it. So, yeah, share us uh, your thoughts on Red Flag Collector if you haven't already uh, at Miss Into Podcast. And uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, seeing what you guys think. Don't forget, uh, just to reiterate some of the things that we talked about in the episode today, uh, the live show, you can get your tickets now. Go to MissIntoPodcast.com. We're going to be at Planet Hollywood on Saturday, July 29th. We will be doing a full recap of night one of the chemistry shows. So. Just something that you'll want to be aware of if you do come to the live show is that we are going to be talking extensively about the previous night's show. So if you're one of those kinds of people that are like, ah, spoilers, you might want to set this one out. Uh, but we hope that you'll come anyway. Maybe you can just put your fingers in your ears or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're we're going to have some other stuff too. You know, oh, yeah. It's going to be yeah, very interactive. Sure. Um, I'm just saying we might be having some giveaways. Just saying. That's right. Yes. And some games. Yeah. Yes, so we hope that you will uh, be a part of the show, but get your tickets now because we only have a limited amount that we can sell, and when they're gone, they're gone. Also, don't forget, on June 23rd, in addition to Kelly's chemistry album releasing in stores and all all the streaming platforms, we will also be releasing our reaction and review episode of the full album of chemistry, and we cannot wait to share with you our thoughts about this album because... We've got thoughts, and we are bursting at the seams to tell you what we think. As always, uh, you can find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Miss Into Podcast. And if you listen on Spotify, please consider leaving us a rating. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a rating and review. We'll be back next Tuesday with a brand new episode that you'll definitely want to check out. And uh, I think that's about it. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll talk soon. Bye, guys. See ya. You've been listening to Miss Indie Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. Miss Indie Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. 
Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to missindiepodcast at gmail.com.